They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. Do you want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ie forward slash music. Blog Talk Radio. Bowen with Bobcat Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Bum Wine Bob. I want to thank all of you for taking some time today to join us for another edition of the show. I would like to apologize uh, once again for last week. Uh, <clears throat> due to some unforeseen circumstances, we had to cancel last week's show. I've uh, been kind of dealing under the weather this past week, but things are starting to uh, turn around there. And it's really uh, nothing that a little bum wine uh can't fix there you know you do a little bit of a night train a little thunderbird uh whatever your favorite is you know that'll get get you feeling fine in no time so uh things are turning around and we are back here live again for another great show for you here so uh today is the official uh bone with bobcat extreme rules uh 2015 kickoff show and uh, today we're going to have uh, Justin joining us from Enoughit.com. We're going to be breaking down the show for everybody. Tonight we're going to talk about some of our uh, favorite matches of uh, post-WrestleMania pay-per-views of years past. And uh, who knows what other kind of uh, excitement we're going to have for you here in the next half hour. So, uh, you know, without any further ado, let's, uh, let's get the ball rolling there. We don't want to keep you guys waiting any longer here. So we will be bringing Justin on here. Hey, Justin, how you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, it's good, good to hear from you. Good to finally get you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, you got the uh, the big Extreme Rules uh, pay-per-view tonight. So uh, first off, I want to uh, let your breakdown on, uh, I know WrestleMania, I know, was a big uh, shocker for everybody. You know, everybody went in there with a a lot of low expectations, but it turned out to be a pretty good show. I just wanted to get a quick, uh, quick feedback from you on uh, on WrestleMania. Yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. Um, I, I was reading, uh, you know, a lot of reviews calling it like one of the base, one of the best shows of all time, which I thought was kind of insane. But um, <laughs> it was it was solid. Um, had a great ending, good main event, a couple other good matches. Um, nothing like mind blowing, but uh, you know, it, it was a lot better than. I thought it was going to be, certainly. 
No, yeah, going into it, I know we had talked prior to the show when we were going over the WrestleMania disappointments and that kind of stuff, and uh, we were pretty much expecting it to be uh, be down on the lower level of uh, all-time WrestleMania. I certainly wouldn't rank it uh, towards the top like some people have, but the show itself yeah. turned out to be pretty uh, pretty entertaining. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. I mean, going in there with low expectations really uh, helped out because it turned out to be a pretty uh, good show given the build-up that it was given. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good 7 out of 10, I would say. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing too bad, but, I mean... I mean, coming off of the high, though, I mean, the past couple of weeks haven't been as great, uh, I would say. Uh, no. I mean, they come off these shows, and then everything kind of dribbles back down to the usual. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they're motivated for a couple of weeks, and then they just sort of go through the motions after that. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's pretty much, you know, they're coming off the high of WrestleMania, and then pretty much from there it's all all downhill. But that's, that's the usual uh, right there. I mean, we're pretty much as fans used to uh, this kind of stuff very often. I mean, you, yeah. they drag you in there, they pull you in thinking things are going to change, and then you get more of the same every week. <laughs> yeah, the, the the kind of biggest example of that was last year, that sort of the night after WrestleMania with Daniel Bryan's big moment and setting up last year's Extreme Rules seemed like it was going to be awesome, and then <clears throat> after like two weeks it was back to the same kind of crap. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's pretty much they they know that they can do that kind of stuff and pretty much just dragging along and you know people will still tune in and people will complain online but you know uh, I guess it is what it is uh, until they finally see the light I guess and start listening or, to what know, uh, the fans want to see. Until <laughs> someone creates a new WCW. Oh yeah, <clears throat> you know, I think uh, this we'll be waiting a long time probably for that to happen. Yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, everybody out there had a chance to check out the uh, the special uh, guest post that Justin did for us uh, this week, breaking down his uh, top ten uh, post-WrestleMania pay-per-view matches of all time. And uh, I know looking through this list here, I'm looking at it again right now, I mean, there's a lot of uh, great matches on there that really did uh, outshine the, the WrestleMania counterparts from the previous month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, mean, uh, I never. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, there were just some. There were certain years where the whole post-Mania pay-per-view was just so much better than than WrestleMania itself. Like '99 and 2000 were both backlashes were great. A um, couple of Extreme Rules pay-per-views from 2011 and 2012 were really solid. Whereas the WrestleMania prior was kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's like sometimes they <clears throat> kind of, I guess, look at it as a do-over, I guess, for the 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 feedback on what they get on the show, and then they kind of step it up a, a little bit now, because just this morning I kind of realized, I was like, you know, it's been 20 years now since uh, we had the, the first In Your House in, uh, in May of uh, 1995, and I was like, oh, it's been 20 years since the they started running monthly pay-per-views and and stuff like that. So just kind of a interesting uh, tidbit to uh, to bring up there and just think about. <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of miss the In Your House pay-per-views. I mean, the the name was stupid, obviously, but um, just the fact that it was a nice streamlined two-hour show that was, you know, the, it, they would just sort of focus on 
four or five big matches, and it's uh, it kind of flowed better. And then the the big four or five felt like really special shows still because they were still the three hour yeah. normal pay per views. Yeah, like, yeah, when they started doing that stuff, it was it was something different because it was a dude. I know it was two hours. It was cheaper. I forget yeah. how much they were charging for that compared it was to only the, like 20 bucks. the main pay per views. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you get, I mean, some decent matches, and it's not sitting through, you know, uh, a bunch of filler and stuff like that. You know, you're getting pretty much uh, the most important things there. I mean, there's only so many times you can see, uh, I don't know, back then, I mean, some jobbers going at it on, on a pay-per-view, you know. I mean, especially right. like uh, the uh, the number one match you had there, that Shawn Michaels versus Diesel match from the oh, Good yeah, Friends was, Better Enemies in your house, which was a which was a great one. I mean, that, that's a classic right there. Yeah. That show also had um, Razor Ramon's last WWF match against Vader, which was surprisingly good. Yeah. yeah I remember <clears throat> waiting for that one. I mean, that was a a big match uh, there, the Shawn Michaels-Diesel. And I go yeah. into that, I mean, because that was the buildup that had been going on for a while, and that was going to be Diesel's last match uh, before which I actually leaving as well. Um, like I thought Sean and Diesel were going to sort of feud over the whole summer. And then like right after that, there was announced that Diesel was leaving and I was really upset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that was uh, yeah, that, back in the, the good old days before uh, the internet and uh, knowing all the inside information before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, simpler time. It was great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the two of them really put on a great match that really uh, brought down the, the house, as, as you would say. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, uh, going out like that, no holes barred, and just a lot of uh, attitude in that one, you know, before the whole actual attitude era began, stuff like that, just kind of giving Shawn Michaels that extra little uh, kick in his step, you know, going a little bit hardcore. Yeah, the dynamic also worked a lot better than the than their WrestleMania match the year before, where Shawn was the heel and Diesel was the, the, the good guy. Um it's just the you know sort of undersized baby face against the huge monster heel worked so much better I thought. Yeah, well yeah, and Diesel Diesel really played that character a lot better as being the uh, the arrogant uh, kind of asshole, uh, cocky, uh, badass guy compared to being the uh, straight laced uh, baby face when he was the champion. Yeah, I mean he was he was a great bully, and um, sort of the. He had that sort of um, unpredictability, like you didn't know if he was going to start beating up the announcers and stuff. They, like I, as I recall, there was he had sort of threatened to beat Vince up. This was when when Vince was still doing commentary, and like a couple of times right. during the match, he sort of turned to Vince and made it look like he was going to start attacking him too. <clears throat> was, you know. Yeah, because yeah, that was when uh, at the end of the match when he power bombed uh, Shawn Michaels through the table right in front of Vince. And kind of gave yeah. him that look right before he did it there. <laughs> yeah, and that that's the plot uh, just blew my mind. I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah, yeah, because at the time, and it would have been nice to see if if he had stuck around to see what uh what they would have done with that character because it seems like at that point, you know, when they started giving him that attitude. I guess being more like themselves, uh, it probably. Yeah probably would have became a bigger uh, superstar than he had been the prior year being the champion if he had stuck around after that. Right. Yeah, I, uh, it almost seemed like, um, in a way, Steve 
Steve Austin ended up sort of inheriting that character a little bit. I mean, you know, he, he was a totally different animal, but the, uh, like Diesel, he sort of had that um, this unpredictable bully thing going. Right, yeah. And He's kind of like the extra little sort of chip on that, your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, I mean, I guess it worked out in the end. I mean, for him, you know, I mean, had things been differently, who knows where, uh, if they had stuck around where uh, things would have been today, you know, without the whole NWO thing and all that kind of stuff. Because without yeah. the two of them, you know, it probably wouldn't have worked the uh, the same way. So no, it's an interesting thing to uh, think about and wonder where things would have gone in a, in a different world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Uh, so what are your thoughts uh, on the show tonight? Are you expecting uh, big things or you think it's going to be more the uh, the same tonight? Um, I mean, I think it'll be a, a decent watch. I don't. I don't expect anything incredible, certainly. Um, Orton versus Rollins should be good. They were, I mean, they at WrestleMania, they were only given like 13 minutes, and they almost stole the show. So there's no reason yeah. with with like 20 minutes that they couldn't do that tonight. Um, I hope that Kane's involvement is not anything crazy, because I'm just really tired of the Kane role. Yeah, the Kane, um, the Kane like he, I mean, show he's good in, in the corporate. It's really, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, it's it's played out. Um, they've been kind of putting just way too much emphasis on Kane and Big <clears> Show in general, who really are not relevant anymore. Um, yeah, it's time, you know, to uh, kind of have them step out of the way. I think he kind of put, if you put two younger guys, you know, in the same roles, you know, kind of give them right. a rub a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, as of and now, Big Show have been out here for, I mean, 15, years. 16 years in the same spots, you know. I mean, it's, it's, we get it. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, they've also turned them both babyface and heel about a thousand times, so it's like there's, oh, there's yeah. nothing character-wise to latch on to because it's going to change in three months anyway. Um, yeah, and it's like yeah, I, I, get, mean, I get Vince. I get Vince and his, uh, you know, his fascination with the, the two big guys, you know, and he wants them to be the focus, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, they have other guys out there, you know, you could put in that that same spot. Like, I had heard some people saying, you know, put, like, uh, Seamus and uh, Bad yeah. News Barrett, you know, in, in those roles, you know. And I give gives those guys, you know, some more uh, rub with the authority, stuff like that. People would actually want to see right. them wrestle instead of Kane and the Big Show every single week in the same matches. <laughs> Yeah, and in the case of, like, Roman Reigns, they have Reigns feuding with Big Show again, which, number one, it's been done before and no one cared, and number two, it's uh, Big Show isn't going to make Reigns look good. And uh, right now, if you want to build Reigns up as the next guy, he needs to be with someone who can make him look really good. So, uh, But it also has to be a heel that isn't going to get cheered over Reigns, which there aren't very many right. of those, honestly. But, but right. Sheamus would be right. one of them, so... I mean, I, I think Reigns versus Sheamus would actually be a really good feud. Yeah, and it, it's something different than, than we haven't seen. Cause, I mean, uh, Reigns and the Big Show have been going at it now since towards the end of last year, January. I think, when it was when Reigns first came back from his injury. You know, they were going at yeah. it, and they take a break. And then it's just the, the same stuff over and over. And it's like you have uh, a deep roster with all these guys. It's like, you know, we see the same matches every week on Raw and SmackDown. It's like, you know, just change it up a little bit every once in a while. Right. Yeah, and the other problem is, uh, as far as the authority thing, I mean, besides just being done to death, um, Rollins is really the only good 
star that they have right now in that group, and they uh, they really need to like build him up with some good lower card guys. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he's he's really really shined uh, in that role, you know, just being that that cocky, uh, arrogant uh, guy like that, and especially how he cashed in at WrestleMania, you know really added to that and I think it really worked out well for him uh when they when they made the uh the choice to have him do it during that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Actually what I was hoping for after that was um and what I would have done is have him come on Raw the next night and announce that he's not going to be wrestling on free television anymore. Like yeah. just make him uh, make him act like he's as big as Brock Lesnar and say the only time you're ever going to see me wrestle is if you pay for it and yeah. have him only defend the belt on pay-per-views but um but like have him have him cheat like pretty much every time to to keep the belt and just make him like the biggest jerk off that anyone can imagine yeah pretty and much have him, yeah. have him do that for like a year yeah i mean i my, think that would that would be strategy. great for the uh the character there, I mean, just yeah. his whole attitude, you know, saying, you know, I'm better than everybody here. You know, I did it the the ultimate uh, opportunist uh, way. You know, and if you want to see me wrestle, you gotta you gotta wait for the the big events, the big matches. I'm not gonna waste my time uh, wrestling in these lame uh, tag matches every week. Right. Not to mention, he can also use sort of the um, the angle of, you know, why would I risk getting hurt when I have title defenses coming up, which right, kind right. of makes sense in general. Like, I, I don't understand the concept of the non-title match anymore because, realistically, why would a champion ever wrestle a singles match when the belt isn't on the line? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, because I think uh, as much as people complained uh, when Lesnar was the champion you know, about him not being on TV and stuff like that, you no know, defenses at every pay-per-view, it was it was kind of interesting and different, you know, to have him be that kind of special attraction guy, you know, yeah. when he was going to be there, it was going to be something special. I still would have had him wrestle, like, maybe every pay-per-view, and yeah. or at least, you know, every other, maybe, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, having him be, like, a special attraction made it, made the belt more important and, and um, just made you want to see him more. But I, st- I probably would have right. had him fight at like Survivor Series and maybe one other pay per view. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean the, the yeah, I mean that that uh, that link they had between I think it was the I think it was between the like Night of Champions months. and the the Rumble when he wasn't on there at all, and that was kind of a long. I would have tried to at least get him in there once in between. Yeah. There, but I mean, I get it if you don't want to defend that every, since we have pay-per-views every month, you know, stuff like that, you want to make it a big fight feel and give some space in between. But, um, or at least have him show up on Raw every once in a while a little bit more just to pop in. And they, they did do good stuff, you know, with his pre-recorded interviews and stuff like that that were pretty good. But uh, yeah. if they did something like that with uh, Seth Rollins and just have him wrestle at the pay-per-views, you know, maybe a match here and there on, on Raw, like, uh, stuff like that. Just to, just something a little bit different, you know, because once it seems like they're back in the same funk again with the same non-title matches, tag matches, and just the same stuff over and over. You kind of get tired of it after a while. Yeah. Well, they're also filling 
what six hours a week of original programming, which is it's just overkill. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah. And I know that's not going to change because they're getting paid a ton of money to do it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's they're just sort of plugging in the same same segments every week. Um, right, yeah, and especially if you watch uh, Raw and SmackDown, I mean, how many times now do you see the uh, rematches from SmackDown on Raw and stuff like yeah. that? It's like, uh, we just saw this, you know. I mean, I get not everybody watches SmackDown and stuff like that, but, I mean, just try to do something a little bit different. You know, you've you got all these writers here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, unfortunately most of those writers, I think, have no real experience even watching wrestling right from, uh, from what i understand but um yeah but um so anyway the, like the rest of the show what is there there's brian well there's brian versus barrett if it happens there's still been no official announcement whether brian's going to be there or not which are it's just really right strange. yeah yeah i, mean, I don't um, know if they're really waiting until the last minute to announce this year or if they know it's yeah, not going to happen like, they don't want to say anything <laughs> Or if they have some kind of weird swerve planned where, like, Neville's going to show up and and fight Barrett instead for the vacant belt. I don't know. Like, I've heard that talk. Yeah, about. I, heard, I, I, heard, yeah I heard It's the, really uh, premature to do that. I, yeah, I like I mean, Neville, uh, but, I mean, he just got there. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to start uh, too fast, too quick, you know. I mean, give, give the guy a little bit of time, you know, to get in there for a little bit. You know, I mean, it's nice to see different people out there, but, you know, they always do that kind of stuff where they hot shot somebody in there really quick, you know, and then two months from now he's going to be back uh, jobbing to somebody else, you know. So right. like, well, take it, also it makes, slow. It makes the the audience resent the guy because it's like, well, he hasn't beaten anyone and you're giving him a belt already? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, right. I mean, yeah. I, if Brian can't be there, I think they should let him keep the belt because he's only supposed to be out for maybe a month from what I've read. So, I mean, we just came off of Brock Lesnar not being on TV for four months while champion. Right. Why can't Brian not be on TV for one month, you know? Right. Yeah, and at um, least, like, people are saying, so at least uh, if he is going to be out and he'll be back next month, something like that, at least, hopefully he can at least have a match to drop the belt, not have to, uh, you know, vacate it again, you know? I mean, yeah. gave up the the title last year. And if he has to do it again now, you know, at least, at least if he can have a match and, and lose it that way, it would be something different at least. Yeah, although, I mean, that sort of negates the whole thing they were trying to do by giving him that belt, which was to have him keep it for a while and build equity in it. Right, but, uh, right, because I know they were saying they wanted to build up, you know, build up the prestige of it again, you know, have it defended more, kind of make it more important like the, the old days, you know, then it said, you know, a couple of weeks after he wins it, then he's he's hurt again. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's nothing too serious, and uh, just a little bit of a break, you know, can uh, get him back out there again. Yeah. Um, the other, you know, the other match that I think could be a show stealer is Ziggler versus. I'm sorry, not Ziggler. Um, Ambrose versus Harper. In the uh, yeah yeah the street, uh, street fight yeah yeah the two of them you know they can really go at it and they always seem to be putting on good matches there and especially in a street fight sense I think uh, they'll pretty much uh, pull out all the stops and be a good uh, hardcore match there yeah um, now wh- what do you think about the uh, the Cena Rusev uh, chain match 
Um, that should be that should be solid. Uh, I mean, the first two matches were both good. I liked the fast lane match better than the Mania one. I thought the Mania one was kind of underwhelming, um, especially just the way it ended. Like, it's just they number one, the announcers didn't even make a big deal of Rusev's first loss. Right. And he just lost to like one after one AA, and it was just over. It was just really weird. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the. The chain concept is fun. I hope I I don't know if it's going to be the rule where you have to drag the guy to the four corners to win. I hope it's not that because I I always hated that gimmick. Yeah, yeah that's just like your it always ends the same way type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I hope it's just like a chain yeah. match with a pinfall. But yeah, um, I mean, it, it, it also yeah, sucks I don't think they, they haven't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they've uh, really announced the actual rules of the match yet, have they? No. Just, they just said, oh, it's a Russian chain match. Yeah, I don't think they okay. ever said. <laughs> um, and it also sucks that they're not going to be able to to use any blood unless it's accidental, because you know, right. realistically, a chain match should be a, a bloodbath. But right, yeah, you're hitting somebody in the head with a steel chain. You know, you're eventually <laughs> you would think get cut. <laughs> yeah, and even if it is, oh, who knows? I mean, maybe it'll happen the hard way. You never know. Uh, with Cena, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if anyone can get away with it, it's, it's him. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that should be decent. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean the, the card itself, I mean, doesn't look uh, – I mean, it's, it's more of the same, like you say. I mean, it's nothing too crazy, but I think uh, there's a lot of room for uh, some interesting things to happen, you know, because uh, what else? Oh, you, know, you have the, uh, the Ziggler-Sheamus uh, – Kiss, kiss me, kiss, kiss my me, arse, arse match. match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have no. I have. Yeah, I have no problems with the match itself, and I think the two of them will probably put on a uh, a solid uh, show there. But you know, the kiss me arse match. Uh, I mean, I get. I don't know how extreme uh, of a stipulation that is for extreme rules, but hey, <laughs> they they've yeah, done much what, worse before. I'm always curious what demographic they're going for with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. You, know, you never know these days with what they're they're throwing out there, you know. Yeah. Because uh, let's see, you got that. You got chain match. Just seeing if we. One, uh, and, uh, I don't know if you read. I don't know if you read about Ziggler's tweets lately. Um, I heard I heard a little bit about week. it, but I didn't. I heard something about his tweets, but I never actually went and I and looked at it. Yeah, he was saying something about. Um, I mean, part of it, I think, was he. Uh, you know, he was trying to build up the match with Sheamus, but he sort of went off and said something like, "You have five months left to prove that I need you." So, uh. I'm, assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming he's talking about his contract being up. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he's, he, he sounded. I mean, he he sounded a little drunk, honestly, for some of it. Yeah, uh, some of it was just incoherent, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounded like he was just really fed up with the way he's not being used. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because I mean, you think about it, like towards the end of yeah, towards the end of last year, you know, they were seemed like they were kind of trying to build him back up again, you know, after the well, Survivor, yeah, the Survivor series, 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 getting the pin with the authority and stuff like that, going into the Rumble and stuff like that. Then next thing you know, they kind of just dropped it out again on him, you know, and that's what happens with yeah. him all the time, you know, they build him up and bring him right back down again. So. Yeah. I mean, if he does uh, end up leaving, right? I, I would love to see him go to New Japan for a while. That would be pretty amazing. 
Yeah, so. at least at least something different. You know, what I mean, it seems like a lot of these guys just need to to get away from here for a while and yeah, try doing some other things. So it'll be it'll be yeah. interesting. But he likes to a lot of times blur that line too when he's tweeting about things between yeah the uh, did he talk in real life or is it part of the act or or stuff like that. So. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to uh, to see tonight. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they throw a uh, good show out there for everybody. You know, you can tune in tonight the WWE Network. You know, and for new subscribers, it is free for for April. Remember that. Otherwise, it's only nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll give up them give their uh, their plug here. You know, maybe they can uh, do some promotions for us here. You know, we'll we'll do our best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've been able, no matter how sort of lackluster the card looks, they've been generally able to pull together a decent pay-per-view every month just because the talent is there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this nice season, you know, put on a, you'll have a good show, you'll have some solid matches, you know, the the stories and stuff like that are somewhat questionable or the finishes, things like that, but, you know, they're always yeah. uh, uh, good for that kind of stuff, so it's always good, so. So uh, we're gonna Great, wrap things up here. Into the bargain. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, I want to uh, thank you again for hopping on here and uh, joining us here today to talk uh, Extreme Rules. Here, if you wanna uh, go ahead and plug uh, plug the website and all that kind of stuff really quick, uh, yeah. tell the people where they can find you. <clears throat> uh, the website is enoughfa dot com. That's e n u f f a dot com. Um, I write about wrestling, movies, music various other things, the occasional alcohol-related post. Um, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. And uh, I'm on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at enoughfa.com, spelled out as words. So uh, look for me there. All right. Well, uh, once again, thank you for uh, joining us here, and hopefully we can uh, do it again soon in, in the future. We'll be yeah. glad to have you on here anytime. Definitely. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks again, man. All right. Take care. You too. All right. That'll do it here for us today. Uh, we'll be back here next week, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, the usual stuff for an, another episode of the Bowman with Bobcat podcast. Why? Why?